Hi there guys, welcome to Grupo Sanzalas Podcast, I'm your host, Mestre Pedro, and this is our episode number 56. Today's episode is going to be starting a new series, Capoeira in the Frontlines, and I'll be sharing stories of the type of work that where capoeira is needed the most, you know, and uh, today I'll be sharing the story of Pulo do Gato, his identity is going to be hidden, and uh, you're only going to know him through his uh, capoeira nickname, for security reasons. And uh, it tells the story of Capoeira in Syria during the revolution. And it's an amazing story. So please, let me know what you guys think about it in the comments. Don't forget to share with your friends, subscribe to the channel. Enjoy it. I share. Hi there, guys. Welcome to Grupo Sanzalos Podcast. My name is Pedro. And uh, today I have an amazing story to, to share with you. Uh, it's about the power of, of uh, capoeira and, you know, what it actually can do, you know, the power of healing, the power of dealing with uh, uh, difficult, challenging situations. And uh, I have here this capoeirista called Pulo do Gato. He's, uh, he's from Syria and he's been doing uh, an amazing work. You know, he's, he's no longer in Syria, but the project is still going on. And uh, I will let Pulo do Gato introduce himself. Welcome, Pulo do Gato. Welcome. Hello, hello. Thank you so much for this. It's too much to be uh, incredible for me. But uh, thank you so much for this meeting. I, I hope it will be a good one. No, for sure, man. We've I've been trying to to get holds of you for a while when I was in the events in Paris and. Yeah. Yeah. Sorry. No, I know it's it's uh, it is it is it is hard. I didn't have much time when I, I was there for a weekend. I didn't have much time, so it, it you know. But now I'm really happy that the technologies allow us to 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 meet and yeah and uh, yeah. So I, I would like you to to tell a little bit of the story of of the capoeira that you've been doing in Syria and and uh, in the city. If you could if you could just briefly. Uh, uh, explain what the project is as well would be great. Okay. Um, so in, in 2013, I were in Raqqa City. So, uh, and before that, uh, I I learned Cabuera in Damascus since 2017. Uh, so after the revolution in Syria, I were in this city, in Raqqa City in the north of Syria. And then I had the idea to, to do theater projects uh, there, but uh, actually it was difficult to, because all theaters, they was controlled by fighters and they don't accept to do theater or stuff like this. So I had, uh, I think Capoeira, it was tricky for them because they didn't understand what, and they, they see kids happy and they see them doing well and it's sport and it's fight and it's, Acrobat, so they say, oh, it's okay, this sport it will be great for kids. So, you know, because there is some part of Raqqa they controlled by some fighters, they they are, I don't want to so much give uh, 
what they was were doing there. So uh, so yeah, I start this project was because it was no school in Raqqa. So and there were the kids. I I, I noticed that the kids all around the place that when you go out even like three o'clock at night you see kids playing in the street and i never saw this like at night to uh, go home guys uh, and, and i realized that uh, there is no school so usually in syria when you have school you have to go early to the bed but there is no school so you do what you want you know so so they were even they were doing checkpoints fake checkpoint checkpoints like with a plastic or a wood gun. There is a friend of me, he did something about it, short film about it. Yeah, and then uh, I don't hear you, sorry. Pretending, pretending to- Yeah, to... they are checkpoints. And uh, the, the people, they, they, they go with them, you know, they give them their identity and they laugh, you know. So what they see, they, they react, the kids. And I look around me and I cannot move anywhere from the city, so I have to stay there. And I have to do something. So I realized that let's, and we did Kabwera for refugee in uh, Palestinian refugee, Iraqi refugee in, in Damascus le, le, before. So, and, I, and we have experience with kids, uh, especially with, uh, with kids, they have problems, they have no school, they have uh, all these problems. Like we become refugee after Palestinian and Iraqi. So, so yeah, I start uh, with association. They helped me. It's named uh, Our Right Association. So really, the most difficult thing is that I how to explain capoeira for for them, for everyone, for the kids by myself. How to do hoda by myself? This is what was the most difficult thing. That okay, I who is good in music? Who is with the association? Young guys in the association. So tell me, I do that. I do oud. I do. Okay, guys, take this bandero. Bandero. I call. I call my family. Send me bandero. Send from Damascus. Send me atabaki. Send me um, uh, berimbau. And then I, I catch the berimbau. I teach just a simple rhythm like pom pa pom pom pa on bandero. Yeah. I teach them easy songs. Balanaway, Kosisi, and we go to neighbor. We go to the neighbor, and then we we just sing and collect kids, and it was the biggest hoda I have seen. And it was like naturally hoda, you know? It's like nobody understands what's happening, but they like it. They like it. It's like the, the, the bringing together of the hoda and- Yeah. Uh, but so when you when you started there, uh, uh, the project, were you already in touch with, did Kapura for Refugees already had- It was, uh, it was uh, not Kapura for Refugees that time it was Yalla Kabuera. Bedna Kabuera, sorry, Bedna Kabuera. Bedna Kabuera, and yeah, it was, uh, we we were working in Tanf, that's how the name come in Tanf, uh, refugee uh, camp for Palestinian, they they come from Iraq. So Yalla Bedna uh, Kabuera. So yeah, we're in touch. We, we were, since 2017, uh, we start the project. Uh, and uh, we started from the beginning, actually, in 2017 in Damascus with Free for Kids and then Palestinian refugee, Iraqi refugee. Uh, so I already, I already worked with them. And I, so you were you were already working when the when the, the at the very beginning of Kapura for Refugees. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We are, we uh, we start the first step. 
first step with uh, with Cabrera for yeah for sure we it was a start in Damascus like free for kids it's just kids for free and then we start to meet association uh, meet uh, handicap association meet um, uh, did you meet uh, Tarek uh, in Damascus in first day he came okay. <laughs> because I already like Cabrera and I do gymnastic before but I I like Cabrera. So I was dancing in this time, 2005, six, seven. I was dancing contemporary dance. And then my friend, she know with me in the group, she know that I like Cabuela because I imitate all the time Jinga, but I don't know what is this, but I just do Jinga like films or like videos. Yeah. And then she called me and she told me, there is German guy, he is uh, working and he sent a gift brochure for people that he will do Cabuela in Damascus. And I was, I was, I go crazy like, whoa, Cabuela in Damascus. And then uh, when we went first day to meet Tarek and me and Gato Breto, we go there and we already know how to do Jinga by ourselves. Huh? And then we start, he do Jinga and we did Jinga and he say, guys, you know how to do Jinga? I say, yes, we know how to do Ole, Awu, Meokumba, so everything. Huh? Mm -hmm. And he's shocked because he say, you learned this by yourself? He say, yes, we was fan of Capoeira. We learned by videos or by- now, When did small... you learn about Capoeira? What? How did you hear first time about Capoeira? The uh, first time, it was long, long, long time ago. I were in gymnastic team, in the uh, in gymnastic national team in Syria, in Damascus. And then uh, we were we watched this film, Only the Strong. Yeah. Then when we watched this film, that already we do, we, uh, we already we do uh, acrobat because I play gymnastic. So when we saw acrobat with fighting mix, it was blow my mind. Even before, actually, I know Cabuera, but we didn't know that's name Cabuera was the PlayStation, Abicodo, uh, lots of crowd are uh, in PlayStation. It's Tekken, is the game Tekken. He was there, Cabuera, we named him the dancer. So we didn't know that it's Cabuera. So yeah, it's, uh, it's from only the strongest, actually. And That's amazing yeah. because this, uh, this film is the reason why I went to, to Iran, I went to Indonesia. It took, it took Capoeira so, so many places. Yeah, and, yeah, even simple. It's so simple film, actually. Yeah. And, and uh, I wanted to ask, so in Raqqa, when did the Capoeira start? What year, more or less? you remember? Yeah, it started in 2013. Like with, the, I told you, the big order I did. And then we start to take name of kids after this holdout who, who want to participate. He can, he can come next week uh, in this place to, to start. So when the kids, they saw the Hoda, their family, they saw the Hoda, they, was, they were so happy, the family and the kids. So they give us 100 names, something like this. I say, oh, I cannot do 100. And then we separate them to uh, 30, 35. Uh, sometimes we had 70 kids. So yeah, it starts 2013. And uh, so this is in the middle of the Civil War, right? I, I, I renamed you here so you can, the, the, the but uh, so, and, and the war, like we were talking before, it was, it was very complicated, right? And, and Raqqa as well. So at 2013, who, how was the situation there with when you started Capoeira? Uh, actually, it's also something so local and complicated. 
it was uh, the city it was uh, uh, controlled by uh, free syrian army and some other fighters groups from here and there and so it was a little bit free like you can do your project you can do some stuff not extremely art stuff like music event or stuff like this i think you can do like small local music event, but I I was I was trying to do theater or we can do something bigger, but it was difficult because it was war and anyway. Yeah, and it was uh, so tense the situation because uh, every day they say that uh, the regime they will go back to Raqqa to refree it. They can they say that free it, but uh, so it was intense situation every day. There is people ready on the border of this city to protect it or stuff like this so it was intense but they they wasn't ready to control this city so actually what we did the small association from young guys in Raqqa they create association and they start to control the city with the fighters fighters they was controlling the safety and the small association they start to rebuild uh, opening um, institution again uh, opening school small school again give help for people to let them sleep in school because they uh, Raqqa already it was already they had the refugee there from another cities like Aleppo Idlib they flee from there to Raqqa so already we have refugee there so this small association they were working on this and then I meet one association of them it's our right association Hakuna and uh, yeah, I I work with them to help me to to uh, to start Capoeira project there. Okay. And and uh, and but the situ So what is the size of Raqqa more or less? Is he a big city? How many? No, no, it's not big city. Uh, Raqqa, it's around. I will let me check. Uh, it's not so big city. But uh, it's big. Uh, it's big suburb. Okay. You know? It's like 160 kilometers. Oh, no, no, sorry, sorry, sorry. It's 40 kilometers east. No, this is. Oh, no, sorry. Uh, it's 20 area. It's 1,900 kilometers. 1,900. Uh, yeah, you can check. It's not so big city, and it's in the north of Syria. It's close to Aleppo, to Idlib, to Derzor. Okay. So it's a strategic place. Huh? Or... And and uh, the 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 Raqqa became the 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 like the capital of of the Islamic State. And yeah. This was a gradual process, as you were talking before, right? Yes. Um, at some point, you you left, but the group, the project stays there. If you could talk about this, this, uh, how was building up, you know, and how the 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 impact that he had on the kids, how did the community saw, like the people who were training, did you have the same kind of, did you have the same group throughout the whole time you were there or was there a lot of people coming and going? Yeah, when I, were, when I start actually, it was uh, difficult in the beginning because there's so much kids, they want to participate and it was so difficult because I am, I am alone. 
this is the thing. And if I want to teach some volunteer guys to help me, like young people to help me, it takes so much time. It take me, it take me all the day teaching the kids because it's so, so much kids actually. And we birth, we did it as a group, so we have like two training sometimes or three training. And I have to do training also for the assistants. Uh, trainer so it was too much for me it, it was already tense in the city there's no electric sometimes no no wi-fi no. so it was tense in the beginning and then we start to manage it you know we start i start to know who that the kids they regularly come they are doing well i start to focus on one group of young guys our kids they they are really good in bandero and singing and i start you know, capoeira, it's, you, as a old capoeirista, they know if somebody wants to learn capoeira or like it, he will do it anyway. If you teach them just jinga, he will, you, you come tomorrow, you find them, they do melua kumbas or, or, you know, so by themselves because they like it and there's some kids, they like it. So this is what saved the project for after, actually. The kids, they like it so much and they start to do it by themselves. And I think we did like nine months intensely capoeira training every two days. We did because it was really, there is no school. So I am the school now. We are the school. Capoeira is the school now. So we stay long time music. We take one hour, two hour. We play in the outside outdoor. It's so nice weather. So we, we find place outdoor. We have beginner. Always we have a section for beginner. Kids, they come today because every day there's kids. So kids come today, Jinga there. Uh, kids, they are in medium, they are in the middle and the advanced kids that I focus on them all the time, they are with me. So that's what saved Capoeira for after, I think. That, uh, that when I left, they do Hoda for themselves. They teach the other kids. The kids, they teach other kids. Uh, and the, the, the assistants, um, also they were there until they also escaped to Turkey after. So, and then when they skip to Turkey, actually the system, they, the kids, they cannot manage, uh, <laughs> you know, training by themselves. You need someone to manage the training and in the training, they can do what they want. But when they left to, and uh, they were, when, when Daesh, it was uh, controlling the city and they were, were in there, they was continuing, continue, continuing the, the training, but secretly. It's uh, in a weird way, actually. Like uh, they, I asked them many times, how you, how if somebody come by accident, how what you will do? They say, uh, we ready to flip, and we teach the kids to flip the class for uh, Quran class or for for school class, like uh, numbers or like uh, math class. So every time they they say to to the kids, okay, if the, somebody come. We directly read uh, something, you know. We sing something, uh, not not connect to capoeira, yeah. because I don't know if they they don't like capoeira, but I think they will feel that it's weird. The, the fighters, they, it will be weird, and anything weird for them, it's they yeah. don't like. <laughs> and when when did you decide to leave? When, when was that? It was the uh, after ten days from from fighting in Raqqa, a street fight. Uh, 10 days street fight between ISIS and the other groups, all the other groups and ISIS, because they want to take the, 
So 10 days, it was street fight. It was so, so tense. There is no supermarket. There is no food. There is nothing. You cannot go outside the house. And then when they announced that we take the city, I had a phone call from someone. He told me. So one, one, one guy, he called me and he told me, man, you have to go out now. And I didn't want to go out, actually. But I realized from his voice and some phones after some, so many people, they called me and they told me, I think you don't should be here anymore because it's so dangerous for you. And they, they have us, they, they control everything. So next day, one guy, he, he let me go with his family from Aleppo. He rent a car, he rent a van, and he put me with them because I look like them. They, they look like my family, so we get the, the van and we we go to Turkey. But it was also tense for me in the way because they stop us in the checkpoints and they ask us, what, uh, you don't like that we are win and we take, uh, you are escaping, huh? And we say, no, we are not escaping. We just want to meet some family in Turkey. <laughs> and then the checkpoints of ISIS. So it was yeah intense, but uh, yeah, I, I escaped in the, in the right time, I think. So you you escaped when when the, they took over after uh, from the moment yeah. you kind of consolidated the power, you left. But there was some some of of your students stay were from everyone. The- stayed there. I am the first one who who left with some family. <clears throat> I think when you when I were when I was leaving, I was so sad. It was six six thirty morning. I saw scene from this from this city that silence, so silence, there is no one. And there is some small cars and vans, every neighbor, and they have, uh, they are leaving, you know? You know when people they are leaving in silence? It, it was so scary. It was so, I don't know how to explain this. It was so scary that you see cars in every neighbor, they put their stuff on the car and they are leaving. It was scary for me uh, this time that uh, the revolution it's it's finished or the revolution it's it's changed the way how we want it you know. I understand. It's uh, yeah, but uh, the kids they stay they stay. Sorry, uh, sorry question. The yeah. kids they stay. All of them. Uh, I think they left uh, um, uh, step by step. They left uh, to Turkey also. And there's some some kids. Until now, I speak to them. They are now baccalaureate. They are not kids anymore. Uh, and they uh, they left to Turkey. Almost of them. And and after ISIS, they they uh, they finish. They go back. So much of them. But they go, come back older baccalaureate. They have to study. So I ask them if they want to participate in the new project. But they say it's so difficult for us. And and now it's it's uh, so the guys had a, a a plan to escape if when Raqqa was around when when the ISIS was around they were teaching capoeira without music right yes without, it was without music to not have sound and as I told you it's a plan if somebody come we change to sing some song or we change to math class or any class school class. Yeah, it was like this actually. It was so silent. It's a amazing story because you know I think Capoeira had this 
this thing that Capoeira managed to grow and, and go to other places because he always managed to adapt, you know, and I think this this story of, of having this, this, you know, to do what you've done, to start what you did, and, and the way you connected with people that felt, you know, they are still they are still doing this, and they, they did this while, you know, in the most dangerous. Uh, yeah, uh, it's same same the story of the beginning of Capoeira. It's same story. Yeah, yeah, it's like they was hiding. They were hiding in the Capoeira and then grass. Or it's the same story, I think. And it's this is the magnific uh, things for this story. I don't speak about myself, but really, when I look at the story, I I connected to the Capoeira how it's how it starts and how we how the Capoeira things and it is like this actually with my name Polo Dugato I am protected now and it's same it's same story like because it's Polo Dugato it saved me and it was like this before it's to save people from prison I think and I use this uh, since 12 years on Polo Dugato my emails everyone so it's, it's my so that's the thing Polo Dugato is, is your, your Capoeira nickname that is it has the same it's amazing the same use as he had when Capoeira was illegal and yeah uh, and now you, you we're trying to to connect with with uh, the instructors with having support to carry on what they are doing and how many instructors are there in Raqqa at the moment? now they are five and they are really good they are ready after I think one, one and a half year, but with Corona, we are like a little bit the time. I don't, I don't count the time because we are. So I think one year, one year and a half, almost one year and a half. And they are really in a good stage now because I just focus on this five person. So we did intense training lately in the last two years. Uh, I I have a YouTube uh, reportage about this what we did, and they are so good and they are ready to to teach uh, kids as as beginner. Yeah, that that is that is great. I I you know you share with me whatever links you want. I will put this for sure on on uh, you know I want people to know the story and you know Ramsey. Uh, uh, you know Ramsey, he, he is also a, a Palestinian that uh, was involved with the Capoeira for Refugees. He, he reached out uh, asking if they could take part on, on, a, on a Vajasson event that is going to happen uh, now here in August. And I, I spoke to the founders of, I said, because he asked me initially, like, oh, the event that you are organized. I said, no, no, no. I'm just helping the event to organize. I have to ask the the old masters, you know, and, and what they think about it, and uh, they they all they all support the idea. So the guys uh, uh, will make it happen. That the guys can can take part, and and uh, and uh, I also said like whatever support they want, whatever I can do to help, I am more than 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 happy. You know, I have now teach been teaching, you know, most days online. Uh, um, and, and uh, so I'm doing music class and whatever I can help, it will be a pleasure to help. Great, thank you so much. Thank you so much. Yeah, I think we need, uh, you know, since two years I am with the guys and also I am, I, I come back to Capoeira, I changed my, 
my style. I do Angola now. I'm Angolero, so you know it's take time to change your style. Um, and uh, me, I am involved more in Angola. So so, but I'm teaching them from all time, you know, Bangela and all this contemporaneo and then I mix with Angola and then I realize after one year that they don't understand that I am uh, teaching them two, uh, two, uh, two different styles but without I feel because I like this style you know I like where when it's mixed there's no rules yes. but it's, it's nice but I want them to understand this thing also the, the, this concept of Angola yeah. and regional yeah. are concepts that are you know even my group that can be understood as being a, from a regional base, yeah, and not strictly regional because regional is a is a very specific. Yeah, one. I know. Yeah, Pandeiros, and I I had had a big influence in, in my game, of, and I love playing Angola, and, and I like this diversity of the movements. It really help you to become a a, be, a better capoeira player. So it's it's a it's a very good that you do this transition and and you know, study other styles as well. So it's great. But uh, yeah, I'd just like to congratulate on, on the work that you do. And uh, it will be really nice to see, you know, they taking part on the event and, you know, whatever they, they, they might need. Yeah, I will ask them for sure, because just the, the language is the big barrier between us. You know, and also the, we did many uh, Zoom class lately with the Corona time. Uh, we did the Zoom class was here within France and in, um, in, in Brazil. But uh, even me, I don't understand Portuguese fully. But I understand when you when we play Cabuera, I understand Portuguese, but not when we speak. The problem also there the connection, the internet and connection. Um, you know the quality of um, of the connection and the electricity. So we have this difficulty with us since. 10 years in Syria with connection of, of, to do capoeira. But lately it's become better. So that's why we improve our training. No, but I, I think like this, this time, man, like think when we, I was trying to reach you, I didn't know about Zoom, you know, and what I have been doing with Zoom, you know, a lot of people, they, they don't necessarily enjoy the Zoom classes because they connect with Capoeira in the emotional level of like yeah. the energy of being together with so many people. And uh, it's really hard when you are already having to work, maybe already working from the computer, sit yeah. seven, eight hours a, a day, and then you have to do Capoeira facing the same computer. I understand how that is hard. But having said that, I really have achieved with my students, the few students that trained with me, both musically and movement wise, they have gone in like from different levels, people who have 10 years of capoeira, people who are in the first year of capoeira and playing with me, these are the ones who progress the most. So I really believe that uh, this technology is here to stay and, and we, you know, the language barrier, because also what we are doing now in our group, this event this year, we decided to have just as a, as a online uh, uh, event because situation of COVID in Brazil is really serious. So yeah, yeah. we're not gonna have anything presential, but we are going to, to have it all online and we really wanna help spread you know, because you don't need to go to Brazil now to 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 witness to take yeah, part. It's a great, huh? yeah, it's a great network of 
translators, you know, finding somebody who is good in Portuguese, fluent in Portuguese and fluent in Arabic would be amazing. It would be amazing for the, the to have this possibility, you know, because yeah. our, our group is going to be 60 years old in 2023. So this event, in a way, is uh, a rehearsal for the, the one that we're going to hopefully have in 2023 in presence, but also we want to be streaming the event and, and this this know-how that we are building up now is going to be so important. It will be a great opportunity, actually, for, for the guys in Raqqa because, you know, the guys in Raqqa, they do capoeira without the capoeira. How I mean this, it's so difficult for them because there is no community, there is no hoda, there is no one. You know, when I went to capoeira, there is a group and they play and I am fascinating with this. You know, I like it so much. Then I like capoeira, but they start from scratch and actually what's happening with corona and the online thing it's actually it's we were starting online courses before corona so so it was interesting interesting that we uh, we continue as online because the only way we we i did a tutorial like small tutorial for beginners like jinga melody frenchy how to play bandero and youtube and then when corona started and there is zoom i say Oh, guys, let's do Zoom, and it's help us actually more because we were we were want to work on WhatsApp or something else. It's not working. Me too. I I, I was I, I see to see other people. Yeah, I've been you know my group. I have a, a guy. I have a group in Iran. I have a group in China. I have a group in Indonesia. Yeah, no, <laughs> it's all wrong. And, and uh, I've always been trying to connect them uh, uh, online. And uh, there is Kabura in Iran. Yes, there is. We've been doing capoeira there. You know, I done a, a capoeira women's meeting there a while ago. Um, but yeah, it's it's very hard as well because of all all the restrictions of of the place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But uh, but uh, it's that story. You know, if there is a will, there is a way. Yeah, for sure. And and. Uh, but yeah, the COVID took everybody by surprise. It's like a two-leg hashtag. Nobody thought that it was actually going to stop and stop for so long as it did. So, you know, it would be great because I, a part of my capoeira was really influenced by when I started working for the community. You know, like when I started teaching in a favela near my, my house in Rio. And, and uh, this is something that I always wanted to do. And and uh, during this pandemic, we we I had I had already done something that is called Capoeira Solidaria, which was basically support some local capoeira groups, and capoeira social projects in Brazil, you know. And uh, we raised some money to do some uh, some some uniform for the kids. And now with the pandemic, me and my my other friends who are masters of capoeira in Europe, in Italy, in Switzerland. We we did uh, again a bunch of uh, uh, fundraisers to raise money, but for food, you know, because the situation in Brazil is really hard. So we. Yeah, I think uh, there is something uh, food cabuera for food something lately. There is we cabuera for hunger or something like this. Yeah, there are different projects. Uh, there, there's been an initiative that that has happened something on that line. The one that I did is capoeira solidaria. Okay. And uh, and uh, I am uh, you know trying to to keep that going you know officialize as well you know uh, uh, making to a, a organization and, and Tarek has been uh, helping me 
with you know giving me some direction and sharing experience because I went first time to Palestine in, in, in 2015 then uh, went to Jordan but I, I didn't get to to Raqqa yet and it will be it will really be a pleasure to, to I think you to can go huh? yeah yes. definitely we should definitely you know make it happen and what I want is like during this time when you cannot really go out I cannot really travel I used to travel two months a year. I, I am just trying to lay the foundations, making those connections with people that are, you know, similar kind of work or has interest in supporting and, and uh, you know, just lay those foundations, make those connections. But, but for that, when we are out of this, we are, you know, with a stronger community and we are able to make a difference in a short space of time, you know, because, yeah, I'll be able to travel there. We're thinking about doing a capoeira event just to raise funds for projects, you know, and that, there's a lot of things we need, to do and we need to connect, we need to, so I'm trying to make a, a, a connecting point where people can know about other projects and very similar to what Capoeira for Refugees have been doing as well. Yeah, it would be so great actually. And I think uh, that's what I'm thinking that you can go uh, to Raqqa, but me, no. So that, that's why anyone he can go except me. Because you know I'm refugee in politic refugee in France, so the the only place I cannot go is Syria. So, um, so yeah, I wish that I can go actually, but it's also difficult and dangerous and all this. Yeah. But uh, for you, I think there is so much um, foreigner association. They are already there. They are from France, Italy. They are working there, and it's safe. It's safe in somehow. So I think, inshallah, in a few few years, it will be they will be ready, and I hope they will meet because really they, you know, when you like, I, I they remind me when I liked Cabuera before Cabuera exists in my life, like when I watch this film and I don't know what's Cabuera, I see just video, uh, and I just hear some song and internet. It wasn't the beginning, also it was not so much internet and not so much videos. Yeah, was that? I were liking this without Capoeira. So when I saw Capoeira, when Tarek he come to Damascus, we bring a group from Lebanon, they bring Musa from from Germany. It was for me like a dream, and it's like everything you know shining. Uh, the Hoda is shining in my face, and I cannot believe that I see Birembau in my face. I know it, but I never touch it. It's like when you see your famous uh, singer, uh, you yeah. say hi uh, to him, you know. That's the singing. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I, I had the pleasure to, to grow up, to grow up with that, you know. But uh, yeah, man, Capoeira, you really, and it's like what you're saying, like you, you thought of like something that to do, but it became something bigger than yourself. Yeah, yeah, it's like, it's really, it's, uh, it's outside of my hands, or I want, after what I did, I, as I told you in Raqqa, it was like a, a coincidence and it was like by accident while I were there, I need to do this project, I need to benefit and I need to give people something like what's what we give that everyone he was like, I, uh, not everyone, everyone he get benefit, but almost everyone he went to Europe, they go to continue Capoeira there. They never know Capoeira, what is it? But now they are in the schools. They are from Raqqa, they were kids, but now they are Capoeiresta in Germany, in Switzerland. And, and it's, it's so great for me. I feel so proud that, ah, uh, oh, I opened some door. You know, it's not me. It's maybe, it's only the strong film. It's not, it's, it's the, the history, it's the Capoeira. It's the, 
yeah. is the guys who start this uh, incredible game actually, uh, and how it's connected to revolution. Uh, this is how much I'm, I'm, I'm surprised from this from this sport. How it's 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 uh, it's fixed with our revolution so well, like protection, uh, doing something when we don't have any school or any things to do, uh, uh, music, sport. I don't know. It's incredible. I, I think it's 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 have to be more. It's people they have to think about it more. Actually, that how much. Yeah, it's like art institute or you know, it's like better than artist. I don't know. It's because I like Cabrera. Yeah, it's too many things. It's, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. It's so much feelings also on the history of Cabrera alone. When you read it and you see yourself inside the history of Cabrera, like with the revolution, forbidden. We do it as a revolution movement. You feel, even I'm not Brazilian, I'm from Syria, but it's, it's connect me. It's in different, in, in weird way, you know? Yeah, we all have to, it's like a tool, right? It's many things, but it's also, it's a tool for us. Just like, you know, you needed just something to, to keep yourself busy, make a little living, and then it, it Capoeira opened that door for you. Yeah, yeah. When it's open, it will not close at all. Open the door for a lot of other kids, you know. Yes, yes. I think it's it's about this is why I think Capoeira solidarity is so important because it's goes to the essence. Like without solidarity, without cooperation, Capoeira wouldn't have gone anywhere, you know. Yeah, for sure. For and, sure. And I think it's it's all about going back, looking back at the very roots, you know, and understanding understanding. Forcing us to look at history, forcing us understanding the lessons of history, and 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 understand that it's not about winning and losing, it's about cooperating, it's about learning. Yeah, sure. So it's it's uh, I I like I have many slogans with Capoeira. Yeah, I, I said like uh, Capoeira is much more than a martial art, and another one is Capoeira is the is the antidote. You know, is the antidote. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It is, it is here today because he has managed to, to bring together when people were put apart, you know, to, to bring, make people like understand and enjoy each other when the system was like making you hate this guy or that guy. And yeah, I think, yeah. you know, it gives power for people after a day of work and you were stressed. And there are so many days when I don't want to, I'm teaching Capoeira and I don't want to play and then I go there and I play, and I'm like, wow, imagine if I didn't play, you know? Yeah, so, yeah it's so good. Uh, Yesterday, I, I had the same experience. Like we did a small workshop in Paris, and I was really tired. We didn't do since one month. And I thought, oh, I will be tired to do one. Then when I went, I don't know, it's like magic. I am good. My, I had the stomach pain, and everything is disappeared because the weather in Paris is congratulations on this work anything thank I you so much i will i will do and Dutch. Sure. and thank you so much for taking part on the, on this on this episode thank you so much thank you thank you that was it guys i hope you enjoyed the story of pulo Lugato. and below in the description i'll be sharing the links that he gave to me so you can find out more about his project in Syria. There is a short documentary about Capoeira in Raqqa before and after the revolution, you know, and uh, I think it's stories like this that really shows how powerful Capoeira can be and the positive impact it can have in communities. 
And, you know, frankly, is one of the main reasons why I want to start the podcast, you know, tell stories that needs to be told. And uh, please let me know what you thoughts of it in the comments. Don't forget to share with your friends and subscribe to our channel. Until next episode, I share. Thank you.